I live with like a. Flat black plastic. It's special Tuesday afternoon version. It's going to be subbed in on Saturday, so who knows what's going to happen? With you know. From the weed. In a country garden, a lovely rose looked down upon a common weed and said, You are an unwelcome guest, economically useless and unsightly of appearance. The devil must love weeds. He made so many of them. The unwelcome guest looked up at the rose and said, Lilies that fester smell far worse than weeds. And one supposes that goes for roses. My name is Dorothy Perkins, the rose said haughtily. What are you, a beetle weed, a bladder weed, a beggar weed? The names of weeds are ugly. And Dorothy shuddered slightly, but lost none of her pretty petals. Ridiculous, I'm raising the heart of a saint And she E-L-E-S-T, we're connected 
underground mix Show my heart to my fist Every time I begin Sometimes my lyrics go crazy And I just take control of my friends I try to edit what I'm rapping about But I can't write polite My anger's just a sound Perpetrators in the bed claim the heart as hell Talking to gangs and shit Knowing the soft is jail I gotta chill out before I heal out And my negative potential just might spill out Yeah.
gotta do it. Yo, I said, want you to be on Lifestyle.
decided to use it as an authentic model for a modern replica. In 1973, scale drawings were executed by Mr. Fred Dungey of the British Museum staff under the auspices of Dr. Richard Barnett. The lyre was built in Berkeley by Robert R. Brown. The frame of the lyre, which measures three and a half feet by three feet, is of red birch, while the sounding box is of spruce. Crocker has strung the lyre with gut strings and has made oaken tuning pegs of the kind shown in ancient pictures. Each string is wrapped around the upper crossbar, and the peg, which is used as a lever to tighten or loosen the string, turns around the crossbar. The strings descend about three feet from the upper crossbar over a fixed bridge on one side of the sounding box to the base, underneath which they are attached. The common shape of the sounding boxes of Sumerian lyres is a stylized rendering of a bull's body with its head at the front. While some lyres have bearded bull's heads, the silver lyre's head is beardless. Sumerian Too lyres long. are not ideally suited for a song for the to Oh, I don't want to 
song you got to watch ladies and gentlemen we do a little gimmick right here and it goes something like this one time I love you two times I love you honey three times I really love you baby four times I really love you now, honey. Five times the good Lord knows that I love you. Six times, oh man, how I love you. Seven times, darling, you know that I love you. Eight times, oh man. Flat black plastic, this is for all the folks up in Napa.
just confess what you say is true I had a rendezvous with somebody new It's the only one I ever had Baby, baby, don't you go away mad Cheating shows and it never goes You've got a reason to be mad, I suppose For he was only just a passing fat baby admit that you feel upset what do you say that we forgive and forget come and kiss me just to prove you're glad baby baby don't you go away Yeah. <laughs> 
here. I hope this won't, uh, I just want to explain what all these mics for. I don't want to do an imitation of the president, and I don't have Jim Haggerty here, so uh, I have Sherman Adams, though, in the back. At any rate, Sherman Adams, no, the president and, uh, and Sherman Adams, and Arthur Godfrey and Tony Marvin. It kind of works out that way. Anyway, we're making records here, and uh, this cable goes back, and the recording engineer is Herbert Philbrick, whom you may know. Now, uh, <laughs> I want to, uh, before I dig the brick wall, I'm still a bohemian. I don't want any of you to think that I sold out. And uh, the generation is now in style, isn't it? The beat generation. Anyway, I wanted to mention here, before we go any farther, that President Eisenhower is going to run for a third term. And I thought that should take precedence over homecoming speeches and all things like that. And uh, he made a speech last night, which got a, a seven on NBC. It says, and, uh, and, on the, and Zorro got an 18. Well, anyway, so President Eisenhower is going to run for a third term, and in the meantime, or at least he said he would, Vice President Nixon has his hand on the switch. And uh, I was in the East when the president got sick, and Vice President Nixon moved in and started appearing in all these magazines, and he sort of came of age here at the end of the year. And uh, he's right, and he got his glasses, he got those new glasses and all, and uh, it was wrought iron frames, right? Remember those? So, Anyway, President Eisenhower and, uh, was depending on Vice President Nixon to keep his hand on the throttle. And he was, uh, he, sort of, he was on all these magazines like Time and Things Making Light. And almost every magazine, with the exception of True, which has a hidden significance, which I'm not kidding. Anyway, so, so, anyway, <laughs> neutral colors. So, at any rate, the Vice President Nixon, as you know, is supposed to go to the NATO meeting. Uh, there, anyway, he's, he's in charge of calling eggheads back. That's what it says here. For the administration. So, uh, several eggheads have been called back, including Dr. Oppenheimer, who was granted amnesty this week. And, uh, and he is taking a quick course in German, so he may join the others defending our country. Right? So.
Radio.fm, this is the Flat Black Classic Show. Playing old style, Flat Black Plastic, this round of full of grooves for you. From the public library, go to the public library, it's free.
authentic police case histories. Waterman's Pens and Waterman's Ink present Gangbusters. Waterman's pens, every one a master writing instrument, and Waterman's ink, the ink that goes up to three times as far as ordinary inks, are proud to bring you gangbusters, presenting facts in the endless war of the police on the underworld. Facts that show the operation of our law enforcement officials in their work of protecting our citizens. Commissioner Louis J. Valentine, on leave as interviewer of gangbusters, has now arrived in Tokyo, where he is to serve at the personal request of General Douglas MacArthur. Waterman's expects to bring you his voice by shortwave in the near future. Meanwhile, gangbusters has asked Dr. Carlton Simon of New York City, internationally known criminologist, to narrate by proxy tonight's case. But now, Dr. Simon, I understand the criminal in tonight's case played a major part in the plot which led to a spectacular escape from Eastern Penitentiary last Easter. He did indeed, Don Gardner. This killer, Bow Wow Bowers, was cunning, shrewd, and merciless. His background must be of extreme interest to criminology, Dr. Simon. It certainly is, Don. For the soundest way to combat crime is to know how the criminal's mind thinks and works. So I'm going to start tonight's case at a summer resort on a large lake in Wayne County, Pennsylvania. After dinner, a young couple was seated on a porch swing, looking out over the lake, which was brightened to silver by a full moon. Scranton never was like this, Horace. No? I was never in Scranton. You'll have to come visit me sometime. You'd love my family. I guess I would, Peggy. If they're anything like you. <laughs> Look, baby, you and me, well, we made a lot of progress in three weeks. I... Yes, all right. Well, there's not many women I'd give a second look. Let alone kiss. <sighs> oh, darling. Yeah. Kiss. Yes, all right. Well, there's not many women I'd give a second look. Let alone kiss. Kiss. Oh, darling. Yeah? Do you really have to leave? I'll be back, Peggy, in a day or so. Oh, don't go, please. Believe me, baby, there's nothing I'd like better than staying here with you, but... I got to leave as soon as Andy comes downstairs. Oh, that Andy. Why do you have a man like that working for me? He's handy to have around. Andy drives the car, carries my samples, knows a lot of people. I still don't care much for it. He takes you away from me. But I'll be back to When? Day after tomorrow.
In the sunshine of your 
Slow down. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, okay. 
Oh, please, enough. He's enough. Please, shit. That's enough. Come on, stop it. Big time, yes. Big time. Oh, this is All right. You know. Okay. You know. This is so exciting for Yash and myself to be here this evening for a number of reasons. First, you know, this is the the first time that Yash and myself have been on the West Coast for one thing in Los Angeles, California. Uh And I'll tell you... I'll tell you, it's really something. You know, because we're from the East Coast, you have Lutonia, really, you know, in a little town called Belbic. And there's, uh, you know, such a difference between our hometown and Los Angeles, you know, it's almost funny. Oh, yes, well. Well, no, no yeah, it is. No, no, but it is funny um, almost. Um, not not quite, real funny, no. but almost. Funny. Not, not what we call a big yuck. No, no not the big yuck, no. But enough for some chuckles, maybe. Oh, sure. You know, Always for an example, for let me just say in Los Angeles, you know, the sun shines all the time. Oh. Except for some isolated weeks in the winter. But You know, and that's one difference. That's one difference. No. No, the driving is so different also. Oh, the driving? Yes. You know, not to mention the cops. Oh, no, well, we can't forget the cops. No, you... Those differences there. How could you forget those? <laughs> no, we can't forget those. No question about it. But anyway, let's segue to this. You know, how many people out here, you know, know the, the, the great part? Anyway, let's segue to this. You know... Real funny, no. but almost funny. Not, not what we call a big yuck. No, not the big yuck, no. But enough for some chuckles, maybe. No. sure. You know, Always for an example, for let me just say, in Los Angeles, you know, the sun shines all the time. Oh. Except for some isolated weeks in the winter, but... You know, and that's one difference. That's one difference. No. Tonya, the driving is so different also. Oh, the driving? Yes. You know, not to mention the cops. Oh, no, well, we can't forget the cops. No, you... Those differences there. How could you forget those? No, we can't forget those. No question about it. But anyway, let's segue to this. Deuce, deuce, revival was my problem solver. Had a deaf girl, really didn't want to involve her in the life of a gangster. Used to rob banker. But now I'm locked up. I'm just a punk low rankster. Jail cells know me too damn well. Seems like I built on earth my own personal hell. No matter how Somehow I always fail Guess a lot of players got this story to tell No matter how cool you roll, you simply cannot win It's always fun in the beginning, but it's pain Pain, 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 Ever since I was a minor, but now I'm on the bricks, deep in the mix. Crime smart, searching hard for some new street tricks. I think I'll join a gang, sling a little cane, put a beeper on my belt and get myself a name. Fresh sneaker, silk shirts, 24-7 work, 9 to 5 to survive, you gotta be a jerk. I clock two grand a day, 
Yes, I was born to play. Who me at Nikki D's? It wouldn't work no way. I'm a big money haver, but not the last laugher. For me, and for me, makes me no autographer. Custody, my dreams, nightmares of capture, paranoid of surveillance, phobia of cameras. My bank's bigger, but so are my fears. Past records, two players live limited years, but I'm unlike the rest, known to be the best. Fast money, true wealth, my eternal quest. I hustle all night long, there ain't no gain in rest. Close range bloods on my chest. I looked into his face. I thought he was my friend. My boy had set me up. This one would never mend. No matter who you trust, you simply cannot win. It's always fun in the beginning, but it's pain in the end. She says, I scare her, got a light sunburn for too much poolside sitting. Well, this phone keeps me on, cause I ain't no quitting. Mine's in the money mode, seems like it's an explode. Curly's on my jammy, got a female overload. Young Street Messiah, professional liar. 19, got a Benz, 21, I retire. Crazy money, it ain't funny, sucker, loving my job. But just some people at my door that didn't even knock. Task force booming, dogging my crib out. Can't shout, FBI's got a gun in my mouth. Threw me on the floor. Call my girl a whore Putting G's out of my mattress And was looking for more Crack my safe with an axe Then he'll out to the map When they see my money Kicking it in 20 G stacks Book me on 10 count With bells of different amounts The charges stuck like glue Some that I couldn't pronounce They threw my ass the book My life was surely took Then they gave my girl 10 years For hanging out with a crook She played the game herself Fast lane, quick wealth No respect for the law Or the city's health The sweat of hustlers' greed Is not reserved for men It's always fun in the beginning But it's pain in it ounce of words is just a token, is he who has a tongue to tell that must remain unspoken.
almost forced to watch children's shows because that is all the time. And there's a very good reason for this. No matter where you turn on the dial, you're always going to find a kiddie show. And that is because the station makes such a killing on the kiddie show. training films. And the title of our cartoon today, boys and girls, is Frostbite, so you want to be... Oh, 
uh, one other announcement, boys and girls. Today, we're adding the name of a new sponsor to our blacklist. <laughs> we're adding the name of Pops, new breakfast cereal. And, of course, all the members, uh, boys and girls in good standing in the Uncle Freddy Club, that, of course, means you can't have Pops for breakfast in the morning. <laughs> or uh, play with any little boys and girls who do eat Pops. <laughs> comes to us from Arnie Peterson. We've asked you boys and girls to please be careful in Brittany's letter because Uncle Freddy can't always make out all your words. <laughs> This, this one says, Dear Uncle Freddy, Parf? Part? We're, uh, we're going to start printing these from now on, boys and girls, aren't we? <laughs> the part of the show that I enjoy the most is when you talk to Mr. Papa. Uh, well, we'll, we'll be doing that on Friday. And, um, he says, all the little boys and girls in my neighborhood come, come in and watch it on my TV set. We roll on the floor and hold our sides. <laughs> My mommy, that looks like, uh, told me to sit down and write you this letter. And uh, that, as I said, is from uh, Arnie uh, Peterson, and he's 34. <laughs> What's your name? Brucey. Uh-huh. And, and how old are you, Brucey? You're four. W would you like to see bye, Brucey? <laughs> then don't talk in the studio. There is, uh, there is one little letter I did want to bring up because we've received a number of them like this. Um, this is from a um, Freddie Ferno. Freddie Ferno, is that? He's age seven. And... Um, he writes and he says, Dear Uncle Freddy, I sent in for the $27 decoding ring. <laughs> and the three rooms of carpeting. <laughs> and instead I got back some pictures of older girls in sort of bathing suits. slip up in Uncle Freddy's office, uh, boys and girls. That's a little service Uncle Freddy runs for some of the older boys and girls. <laughs> so if, um, 
You might hang on to him for 10 or 12 years, Freddie, or um, maybe you might uh, want to send it back to Uncle Freddie, and I'll send you back the magic decoder. Don't mail him, Freddie. <laughs> And that'll be the signal for our cartoon. Okay, everybody start marching and wave to your mommies and daddies as you go by the camp. That's the way, boys and girls. Keep waving. That's the way. Let's keep going, son. That's the way. Right out the door, Mark Fire Escape. There you go. <laughs>
Mutiny Radio without a family is a flat black pleasant Joe. Thanks for listening. Go to the website. If you donate money, come down and hear people tell funny stories. Come back.